0: Welcome to the Deep Dive. How are you, Mr. Smith?
1: Me old mate, Trent, back in uh, ISO Zoom uh, territory. Oh. Good to be back talking about AFL uh, just after the, uh, the, the manic 20-day straight that's upon us.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, we've got a fair bit to talk about. Um, I went and checked the audio uh from last week and definitely in the first half of it we've got the uh we've got a bit of the quarantine blues we're like again again but anyway so we are back in it we're in victoria so we are locked yeah. down um we are going to do things remotely for the next um what are we so we're two down so we got four to come and then hopefully things clear up uh we've got the compulsory masks now which is uh which is pretty full-on but look hopefully it it Thins things down, and and uh, it's funny, like you know, back in what you know, April, people were like, "Oh, surely by August, there'll be football back in Victoria." And now, like, there's, I, I, I mean, who's going to bid for next season? Let alone this year, we, we're going to be living with this for a little while. But um, yeah, fair bit to discuss. Back over, of course, round seven first. We'll do the preview of round eight, um, and then we head into crazy fixture town. Um, we're not going to do like a full review of the fixture. It's, I, I, I reckon. It's, um, hard. it's too hard. There's so many games. It's 20 days straight of games. It's super hectic. Um, we are good. Your gonna,
1: name's not Jared Wheatley, and I'm not Robbo. We just, you know, got other things <laughs> on our plate that we're going to get done.
0: Well, they only kind of looked at. I was just watching it a minute ago, and they looked at a few things. But I mean, like the only thing I'd take. I mean, Geelong's got um, a lot of four day breaks. Um, I was surprised that Port didn't have more games uh, at home probably the other thing I took out of it well if you're not aware as well and listening the two Sydney teams are going to um, WA I'm pretty sure I saw um, so because they'd be pretty, pretty keen to get them out of Sydney given the cases that uh, are arising there but anyway so we'll, we'll talk about it kind of <coughs> as it goes per round. Um, and we'll still do these things once a week. We won't have necessarily seen every single game because it's literally on every night, but we'll we'll do the best that we can. Um, massive thanks to Hopstone Home. Hopstone's a craft beer delivery service. Please check it out, hopstone.com.au. AFL Deep Dive as a promo code gets you $25 off your first pack. Um, craft beer delivered to the door. Uh, if you're in Victoria, um, bing, bang, bong. No leaving the house. Yeah.
1: Bad. Delicious cans. Delicious yeah. fresh Bre- brewed cans to your door as much as you to can go, do all that stuff don't make me just be anyone don't need to do nothing just get them get them in here
0: and the police at the moment i think are pretty fine hungry so i don't know i don't know how i know technically you can go and buy liquor but i don't know at times it might be a bit dicey i think it's not the worst idea to get stuff delivered so definitely check out hopstone.com.au um we will so this these videos and stuff will drop Um, on Beyond the Game. Check out Beyond the Game TV uh, on Facebook and all the various platforms. Uh, Hopefully, once we get out of this, we can go back to the studio and uh, let old mate Ed do his magic with the videos and the audio. Um, But yeah, he's still got heaps of Content up and going. Check out our interview series as well that we did with Ted Richards and Sam Wiedemann. Uh, and Wiedemann doing really well for the Demons. That'll be interesting to talk about again. I thought he presented really well. And um, yeah, it looks like a, a very solid piece in that team. Uh, people finally listen to it. Hey,
1: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, we're, uh, definitely the uh, the ones behind the the magic that is uh, Melbourne's renaissance at <laughs> the moment. That's for sure. Oh, I don't. Yeah, but no
0: <laughs> jokes aside. It was it was just great to see him. Out.
1: Yeah, good to see. Yeah, good to see. A um, Sam placing good footy, but the D is looking like a, a football team again.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, any questions? Uh, rate and review us as well. And any if you can on iTunes, that would really help. But yeah, any any questions? AFL deep dive on all the social medias and uh, at gmail.com let's bang through round 7 Excellent. first yep. game Geelong um, this feels like a thousand years ago on Thursday Geelong Collingwood um, 35 to 57 pies running away with it I think we were split on this I think you tipped the pies and I tipped the cats in the end uh, Ablett yeah. gone home as well
1: which well, look at the start of this round we said a lot of the games were a toss to the coin yeah. um, scenario and this was definitely one of them. Um, yeah, it was, I mean, pretty hard to, to win games of footy when you, you, your captain and also spiritual leader goes down um, pretty yeah. early on with uh, Selwood. So that obviously changes a fair bit for Geelong. Yeah. Not to take anything away from uh, Collingwood. But look, the first, oh, I really enjoyed the first first half was pretty entertaining. And then mm. Collingwood obviously... To the ascendancy I mean, having uh, an extra um, player too because um, it was a uh, Mitch Duncan or someone else went down for Geelong for memory as well yeah. um, throughout the game. Narkle cool. was that nah, last cool. week? I don't know. No, that was last
0: week. But yeah, no, they had yeah. Look, yeah, killed. They were getting they got absolutely hammered through the centre, um, Geelong, and obviously not having um, Sealwood I mean, it goes without saying. Obviously that. Really cooked them. Um, obviously, Duguay had a really good game, which was very 2020. Um, it was pretty weird. Obviously, Bruce's comment as well. I don't think he necessarily meant to kind of say it as much as it kind of came across. Well, obviously, it was a bit gross the way it came across, but I don't think he necessarily set out to make the comments that he did. Obviously, it wasn't ideal uh, at all. Um, but, look, yeah, Pies, just they're just a better side, um, I'll be honest. I think they're in that absolute top two or three teams echelon. I think Geelong are just out of that. Um, yeah, Harry Taylor was was really not a good matchup for Dugowie so much faster. Um, Pies were really allowed to play their game as well. They were allowed to play that high handball game that they really like. Um, and it, it really, whenever it went into the Cats forward 50, it, you know, it didn't really look like they were going to score and they constantly looked like they were on the back foot anyway. Um, entries were really too deep um, or too shallow. So it was really one way or the other, um, yeah. So look, it was a bit, bit of a nothing game in a way. It wasn't great to watch. Um, Cats. I mean, again, like, look, to be honest, like, I'm interested to hear your opinion, but they, they massively miss Stanley, uh, our man at Geelong. I think um, yeah, it's the same age-old problem, really. Like they, they rob Peter to pay Paul. If they put Blixards in the ruck, then they get murdered down back. So it's they kept, they didn't. They, didn't, um, they weren't tempted by that and they got killed. Like, obviously, Grundy's such a good ruckman, obviously, but he, he murdered Fort, who's the Geelong young ruckman. Like, it was a, it was laughable. So, that yeah, and no Selwood and getting yeah. killed in the centre.
1: Yeah, and then obviously, you'd prefer not to have Radagalia even chop out in the ruck where possible. Uh, and they got exposed. And just going back to your point with the Pies, um, playing and normal. Uh, up-tempo, high-handball game. They've also got a a, a plan B and C where if they need to play a kicking game, uh, they've got a a handful of elite kickers in that team now uh, and they spot up really well. They spread extremely well. Um, And I thought that's – I think that's why I went um, with Conway just with the uh, more expansive ground. I thought that just – suited their style of play and, and we yeah. and you saw it evidently especially in the second half they were just able to spread. the bread was just evident whereas Geelong just did not seem to be able to spread and, and transition as quickly as um, the pies or even as they have shown um a couple of times throughout this year they just just looked a little bit off uh, for Ge- for me um geelong and yeah. as, as I mentioned there we, we saw going down not an excuse it, it's just the nature of the beast especially with these Shorter quarters when you lose someone, of uh, his influence, and it's always going to be hard when you find yourself uh, two or three goals down. Yeah, and I mean Elliot, <coughs> excuse me, Elliot as well, added to that spread.
0: Um, they've been working on this for a while with him kind of being that. And if you log a lot of the pie's training, they actually do run Elliot through the centre in their game simulations quite a bit um, more than you necessarily see in games. And that, I think, they, they saw the opportunity with Selwood going out and them not necessarily performing that well in the centre, even without, even, you know, obviously, you know, yes, Selwood wasn't there, but they weren't really playing that well either. Um, I've definitely seen Danger play better games. Um, <clears throat> Ablett, you know, yeah, I mean, obviously everything that's gone on with Ablett, all, you know, our thoughts are obviously with um, his um, boy, hopefully everything's okay with that. But, yeah, look, I, I mean... It's it's a weapon that, that the Pies are, are very um yeah, very lucky to have and, and again I just don't see how Cox gets back into this side. I don't really see any reason to play him, I'll be honest. Um No. There's either. there's really no reason he needs to be part of that side anymore. I don't know they they let that go on that experiment really kind of go on too long. Um, you know, he was, you know, service definitely serviceable. He had a couple of really good games, but I just don't, and maybe he gets a run at another side, a lower side. I don't know, but I just can't see. <coughs> excuse me, how he fits into the into the prize system? I just don't. I yeah, they they play better without him. To be honest, I think it throws their their forward line too much for something they don't need.
1: Um, yeah, they're very no, especially with those small to medium forwards that they've got <laughs> that are all all very good above head. And um, obviously, he's super damaging. I, I, when the, the ball's on the ground, and they're lightning fast. To go, is strong through the core, as we saw multiple times. He was able to yeah. just position himself in one on ones. <coughs> and uh, Jaden Stevenson's lightning fast, Uh he check, is so, a ridiculously hard matchup. Um, same with uh, uh, who's the other guy um, I got from GWS?
0: Um, oh, um, I know who you're talking
1: about. Yeah, yeah. Husking Elliott, like Elliot, he didn't yeah. obviously he didn't have a, <coughs> a lights out game or or whatnot uh, on the weekend, but he's just another player that you can't not match up on him. Otherwise, yeah. he will get away and kick uh, three or four goals pretty pretty easily. Um, yeah, like I said good above head can take back marks and things like that. they just and then you got that that midfield led by Grundy and Pendlebury, and you're throwing with Law back there. But now he's had three games in a row with 30 plus disposals yeah uh, 10 plus clearances yeah they they're they're late I agree with what you said they're definitely in the top two or three teams yeah going around at the moment for sure
0: yeah I think um yeah I think they they're a massive chance to be there on the last day um, this year I thought crisp was really good as well. well we haven't spoken about him much at all this year but I, I was really impressed with his game um we've got to keep moving but yeah that I, look, yeah, really strong performance. Um, it's still the same problem at the Cats. I think they need... Um, I think that would they clearly need... Either Stanley, you know, they, they really roll the dice and he's he's playing basically every week, um, but he's obviously injured at the moment, but either they really roll the dice on him or they get another Ruckman. Um, whether whether you could get a season or so out of Goldstein, if North... Uh, are willing to to part. They tried to get him in the past. Um, maybe that's an option. Uh, he's obviously not young, but he's having a really good season at a team that, that, you know, we'll talk about North soon, but um, they're a team that clearly needs to rebuild. Um, yeah. The other thing too with Geelong, just before we move on as well, I, I'm assuming you would agree, but we haven't spoken about it. Um, Jack Stephen, I, I, he didn't really add anything at all. I'm not sure they need Jack Stephen um it doesn't seem to have worked so far um i know he obviously had that injury and everything that like,
1: happened but yeah, yeah it's, it's seeming and looking more like a, an actual lifeline not a footy lifeline a yeah. literal lifeline more than anything uh, just to make sure that he's you know in a place of, of comfort and, and and security uh of, I could be wrong, and I, I hope I'd, I'd like to be proven wrong. Uh, he does not look yeah, I, like the player we saw it two, three years ago. No, definitely. I don't
0: want him to bomb at all. I'm just saying, like looking at it, it doesn't seem to have worked. But yeah, look, I, look. No. P- Pies are in that group with um, Port Port Pies Brisbane. Brisbane. That that's the that's the top group, I reckon um, for me. And then yeah. there's a, then there's a little bit of a gap, not a huge gap, but a bit of a gap. And there's a couple of teams that are knocking
1: on that edge. Yeah, they just had they've had a couple of slip ups this year that you can't really put your your, um, your bottom dollar, your last dollar, like Richmond for me is is starting to show signs. West Coast as well, back yeah. at that top. West Coast, yeah, um, exactly. So uh, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely agree with you in, uh, with those three teams, and then there being a little gap between the next run, and there's probably two or three or four. Yeah, um, but we'll talk about that later. And then after that, there's a there's well, the Giants are probably in a that big one gap. as well,
0: and then there's a massive gap. I think after that, just b- before we do move on to the next game, um, we spoke a bit last week around the state of the game and all this stuff, and this stuff happens every year, so we really haven't. Um, given it too much time or, or, or um, spent, you know, too much digging into it because this really does happen basically every year. Um, the reason we did decide, to talk a bit about it last week, we went a little bit longer in the review um, and not necessarily have a massive discussion now. But I guess, would put it this way, would, would you agree now after having seen seven rounds and then six rounds post the break? I think it's more a case, it occurred to me during this round just gone, I think it's more a case, rather than the game being in a really bad, bad place, obviously there are concerns with it. Obviously we highlighted all things about the rules changing so much, not enough high-quality high, um, high quality umpires, all, all that stuff. And if you want to listen to that discussion, it's after the first game in the review last week. Um, so it's real, it's relatively early on. It'd be about 20, 20 25 minutes into the conversation. Um, but it occurred to me more that it seems that, of course, I, I mean, we highlighted... Um, that there, there is a very cautious approach this year, clearly, and there are teams like a, a West Coast, for example, that have a mandate of attack for a certain amount of time, stop, and then be very conservative and, and defensive. But is it more that I think after watching six rounds post um, the break, does it feel like more some teams just have really not particularly great and very, very boring defensive game plans Rather than the game being cooked, because we saw some really like a, that's such a broad statement, and we didn't really say that. But after this round, there was there was some really really good games like Carlton Port. I think was definitely the game of the year. Um, Brisbane Giants. Do you feel that way? Do you feel like it's more a few select teams that are, that are making it un- at times uncomfortable to watch, or or do you do do you feel it's still? bit more overall issues with the game?
1: No, no, no. Uh, yeah, Ed, look, now that we've had, especially the last three rounds, where for one or two games in that period and little parts within the games, and in reference to the adjudication and interpretation by the umpires, I think overall, yeah, the game is fine. Yeah. And there's some teams that have managed to adapt and alternate their game plans to suit the new rules, um, including the the shorter uh, quarters in particular. And there's other teams who either don't seem to have confidence in the system or it's new to them so they haven't learnt it well enough. So they go into their shell, which for most footy teams now, that means playing uber defensive. Yeah and not taking the game on. Uh, there's a couple of games that uh, oh, I've got notes that reference that in particular. So, yeah, look like most people who've been commentating the game, initially I was just like, oh, this is shit. Um, and I- I'll take my hand up. I, I probably should have waited to see a bigger um, spectrum of games just to see how yeah. – because it's a new environment and the players are on rests for so long, so they've got to get back match fitness and all that type of stuff. When well, we are seeing teams – Running out games better. Um, yeah. They're not huffing and puffing as much, and there was some what are relatively high-scoring games when you think about yeah, yeah. being shorter on average, twenty minutes shorter. Yeah. So, yeah, I think yeah, you're that, right. That good, good, good synopsis. Good synopsis there, mate.
0: Well, Very, I, I just think the standard has definitely gone up a little bit, particularly around a group of four to five teams for sure, and then it's becoming more and more evident as that's happened that there are a few teams that like are playing far overcautious football and such high defensive football that's clearly been magnified um, in this year. And I think because of the shorter quarters and short, obviously shorter games, um, we're seeing less of that exhaustion where, you know, look at it like this, in the past, it was very hard to play a whole game like that all the time. Like to, to, to you know, get ahead, Hold the lead and 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 just defend for the rest of the day. That that was and eventually you'd see things broke open and you know eventually the 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 um, the lethargy would kick in and it just became harder and harder. But in these shorter games, it's it's more possible and I think that has made the game optically not as good because it it does allow because as you pointed out twenty minutes less it does allow some teams to completely lock it down. Uh, but you know, if you look at Hawthorne, which we'll get into, like their game plan is just not very good. Like at the moment, I'm not, you know, Clark goes, you know, all, all credit to him. He's, he's the, he is clearly, regardless of what where you have him in the game, he's the most successful modern coach. But um, their game plan is very boring to watch. I think that's that's becoming more and more evident. It's more, that's more the issue. Uh, and the lack of experience of the umpires, With you know, the points that you made last week around this, were in spades with last night's game. like I know you didn't you you were um, tied up in a meeting but last night's game there was yeah. some ridiculously bad umpiring um, and a lot of it I would blame on not the umpires necessarily, but how much interpretations changed and how confusing it's getting um, and because there were some younger yeah. younger umpires I, I felt for them like it was it was awful to watch because it, there was so so many breaks. You know, it it just yeah. Anyway, but we'll talk. We can talk a bit about that in other games.
1: Absolutely, and it was funny because I made a point in uh, was it the review? Yeah, I think it was the review from last round about when we went into conversation about umpiring and and, and the crossover between why is one thing, and I used the example of when. players going for goal and they're on their outside of the boundary out, out of bounds and they play on and it's never called out of bounds they're allowed to kick it even if they play on now i saw an incident i can't recall the game it was one of the sunday games where a player took the mark and ran over the goal line and it was adjudicated behind hang on he took the mark so if he took the mark oh, inside the goal, it's a mark. It's a non-score. I mean, it didn't affect the end result. The opposition team um, uh-huh. pounded them. I think it might have been the Hawthorne now. Okay. But that's a clear example of a, a, a rule not being interpreted. If he touched it yeah. and and it knocked over the line, yeah, it's a behind. But he took clear possession beforehand. So it's either a goal yeah. or it's a, a, a mark. So... Um, little things like that. Uh, well, that might not mean much in the context of a game where the, the margin's 30 points. If that's a goal after the sign, like Carlton, Port Adelaide. It, huge consequences. That, that incident would have been played over and over again um, had it been a game like the, the Carlton, Port Adelaide game. So, yeah. Anyway, it, it's. Um, I, I don't have any answers for the umpiring situation, unfortunately. Uh, it's, it's a tough gig. Nobody really wants it. Um, they can throw more money at it. They, they do get paid fairly well, but I think with the uh, pressures on them to you know, perfect on game day, I definitely think they should have, yeah. um, raise the money just, just to get people involved and, and, and make it a career path. The game
0: the game needs to be a lot clearer for the fans for the players and for the umpires and if the if yeah. they as as we pointed out last week um, the AFL needs to be a lot braver in, in clearly outlining the game I know it's it's a chaotic crazy game it's that everyone says and I agree it's the hardest game to umpire but at the same time I, I do feel for the adjudicators because it's 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 so confusing um and yeah, it, yeah it's been it's been highlighted a bit um, on the Friday night, we saw Essendon and the doggies. Uh, wow, dogs ran away with this one, 93 to fifty-one. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Again, uh, game you and I both thought was a, a coin toss, and it was a pretty much one way, one way street all yeah. game. Uh, after the first quarter, first quarter was pretty, pretty close. Um, uh, Essendon obviously looks more on and we thought, you beauty, he's a he's a cracking. Friday yep. night game between two teams that have been playing some really good football had a couple of little slip ups along the way but um, the doggies wow wow yep. uh, they've has got to bring that, that game that game intensity and, and game style week in week out and uh, I don't know if you agree I, I have the doggies in that next run of teams that yep. uh, their best is is hard hard to beat um, but they still need to just add some consistency there so yeah, great. Uh, great game if you're a Dogs fan because um, that's a that's a nice handy 40-point win there. That's yeah. Teamed I'm, up most would instead evenly matched.
0: In oh, I agree. Um, I just feel like with the Dogs, I need to see a little bit more sample size before I do put them in there. Um, I don't know if I fully trust them yet, but yeah, I think um, they are a very, very good side. And, and while it was very weird that period, well, this really almost since the flag, but this long period where Beveridge was... Playing people out of positions and weird experimentation and all this stuff—it seemingly is starting to pay off because there's a lot of players that can play. And I heard um, Jason Johansson talking on the weekend, and you know, talks about how the he was talking about the versatility they've got on the side now because they're you know they've played in so many different roles now. It can it's so interchangeable. Um, it was a yep. dangerous road, but it feels like they've got to the other side of that um, road now. So anyway. Um, but yeah, look, I, Don's simply put, if you, did, if you didn't see this game, Don's just simply lack um, scoring power. Like, I, it's obvious, obviously, losing um, by 45 points or whatever it was. But they they, they don't, I mean, no, most, no stringer. Like no, no trust. No.
1: no. No trust in any of their key forwards uh, unless yeah. it hits the ground or he can put uh, Tipper Woody one out, which you're not going to do anyway. He's... he's Good, but he's not a de goey or a, a dustier. area, one of these got mid sized players that you can trust to go one out. He he likes crumbing the ball, um, but yeah, the yeah, big deficiency up forward there for there for the Dons. And I'll, I'll I'll take back what I said about uh Dylan Shield in the past, uh, he's super important to their midfield. Oh, no, 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 no doubt I was paramountly seeing over the over the weekend how much he just. He frees the rest of the midfield up to um, yeah. play a different game.
0: It's a, Look, it's a long conversation with Essendon. Um, I, like Ultimately, it's all well and good that they've got Fantasia down back doing what he's doing down there, and that has been good, but that's another piece they take out. Given things weren't working for some time after halftime, the dogs led at every break. I'm not quite sure why so late in the game they pulled the hooker switch up forward so late in the game it almost was a waste of time it was like why why bother doing this now the game's lost you should have done this at half time but I don't know like it's yeah it, that, exactly I mean obviously we, we know all the Joe Danaher stuff he's not playing it is what it is and then you know apparently I think I read again another injury or some other problem but look that mm-hmm. you just got to move on I think forget it there's there's no there's no surely there's no you know resurrection with him mm-hmm. they need to go to the the trade table and they've got to somehow um, somehow put together a, a, a you know a list of what forwards are maybe they go for Ben Brown. I we I mean again so that I'm not trying to pick on North and for the North fans listening, but um, that was brought up um, this week. Um, you know whether and that's look who who knows. So I'm not we're not this is not a rumor podcast at all. But maybe you contact his manager and say hey look it, you know uh, it, it, uh, is he gettable? I don't know like that that would be a good option for them. I don't. Think they've got incredible position in the draft, um, Essendon, and I don't think they've got a heap of picks. But I, I don't know. They're going to have to try and figure something out because it's it's like they have like Geelong. They have very Essendon have very obvious deficiencies. It's not you know real weird ones like Melbourne where it's more game plan. For these, it's more um, very obvious and, and personnel. Yeah, it's personnel at, offensively at massively. Um, I don't know, like I, we'll talk a bit about the Dons and then, of course, there's heaps to talk about the dogs. But um, like, you know, even they just got completely outworked defensively. So even there were a number of times where um, entries were way too deep inside 50 and that's really dangerous doing that with the dogs because they've got so much pace and pressure. You really, with the dogs... And the dogs forced you to do this, and this is pretty classic modern football. They'll force you to hit your entries much higher up the ground, right? But dons, yeah. to avoid that, were, you know, trying to bomb it long and get it deeper into the 50 and try and create a contest. But they weren't winning them. And then on top of it, they they need to get a heat better. And this with better personnel, this will happen. But they need to get better at repacing the 50 when it goes too deep. So by that I mean, uh, and this is probably be easy with a diagram, but by that I mean launching it inside 50, it lands in that, you know, 10 to 15 metres from the goal mark. There's pressure, handball to outside, handball, outside, 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 and then they're nearly back at the 50 metre already. Like it's, it's they kept going in, out, in, out, in, out. They need to create far better opportunities for their forwards um, that are on the outside, the guys that are working inside when it goes that deep but at the same time they need if you look at the way modern footy's played so often Collingwood are really good at this for example is when it goes really deep a Dugowie or one of those guys will will move the ball outwards and give a check an opportunity um that that was why Cox wasn't working either because he never this he never worked really whereas he would be there ready to go um so look anyway but that's it's a longer conversation but The short of it is that 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 that, that was that that murdered them through because they did have a they had inside 50s, they had opportunities, but it they were poor 50s, they were really worthless a lot of the time. And they were, you know, and of course, a lot of it's um, dogs' pressure, but at the same time, they got to be better than that. Yeah,
1: they're they are also missing, uh, they're not the only team, um, going around missing a modern big bodied. Midfielder, yeah, someone who's uh, 190, 195 centimeters tall, almost 100 kilos that can run all day. You look at the teams that are exploit even and get a lot of grunt out of the midfield. They got someone like that. The dogs obviously can throw the bond in there. um Who else? Sorry, I just had a mind blank there, but it doesn't matter. In, in, no. Everyone's yeah. sort of made comment on that as well. But a lot ultimately it comes down to the offensive. Uh, deficiencies at and They yeah. rely on someone like Fantasia, who is uh, playing down back now to kick goals. Uh, that's fraught with danger because he's, he's 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 a good intercept mark. Obviously, we don't but, know it. Jim- yeah. Oh yeah. Look, but th- he's got to have other support. mechanisms I agree. Around. Yeah. I agree. Like why 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 play Hooker? Why bring Hooker down? Like either playing forward or, or don't. Like they, if they, they want, want to two of them. The door, it doesn't they're exist. They're going to have to. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to have to uh, and and try and find someone to play a, a key defensive role. I think that's a better option than at the moment. Why try and bring Joe down back now, if he, especially if he's got oh. another injury? It's going to take at least six weeks for him to catch up to the game, yeah. let alone take take the game on and be a match winner that he can be. Uh, too little, too late, all that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah look, I agree there's, we could go heavy on... on Essendon, um who knows, Essen could win by 30 points next week. Um, it, it's disappointing that they haven't been able to rectify these deficiencies. Uh, obviously, had have had other issues that we all know about in the past and injuries, but all teams have injuries. So, yeah, but um, not looking good at the moment for, for Essen.
0: To further your point, though, so they, they obviously, I agree 100% that they lack, I was just thinking while you were talking as well, trying to think of who they could target, but they lack um, size in the midfield. And sometimes...
1: Yeah, something like an Ollie Wines or like that. Type of yeah, card, that's the and type
0: I, of like, I don't know whether he's gettable anymore, but like, no. um, I, I guess, I mean, like, they so we've seen games and we commented on this at the time. We've seen games where and tried, which is hilarious, but they try um, Stringer in that role. They put him in the middle because he's a bigger body and it's like, are you joking? Like, he's not that player. Like, there is no way I, I would be shocked, like... That would, like, there'd be so many things in football I'd expect to see before Stringer becomes this amazing gun five-style midfielder. He's he's not that player. He's not fit enough. No, he's good. He's not experienced five minute, enough. Five-minute periods. Be, at what, best. Again,
1: robbing Peter to pay. Peter to pay exactly. To pay for what, that's exactly it. i much prefer to see... Um, for if you're needing to run through the midfield yeah for periods. Yeah, absolutely and they did that. He's not that player. Three three weeks ago. No, he's he's not. Um but they got in there to keep goals. So <laughs> again, if that's the issue, then don't play hooker down the back line. Play him forward. Like And yeah, then and
0: then recruit it back. Fun. Exactly. Yeah. Go maybe go after yeah. talia at Adelaide that wants to get out or somebody like that. Go after um, yeah. go after one of those kinds of players. And then put Hooker forward. I, I don't know. like, But you've got to try something. And some of these weird switches are not going to work. It's all well and good that um, Fantasia can intercept Mark. But then look at the scoring. Anyway, so yeah. let, that, that, it, that's we could go on about Essendon quite a bit because there's a lot to dissect. But our man, let's go to the dogs, our man Tim English... Probably almost go, one of the one of the players 20,
1: around. Oh, absolutely! Just before we go there, though, have yeah. we seen another legitimate gun out of last year's drafts? Yeah. In waitman. Yeah, I wrote like, it down too. What, almost, almost takes Mark and kicks goal of the year in the one play. It's going to be 2018,
0: 2018 and twenty nineteen drafts are going to get looked back on as as joke amazing drafts.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, we'll, we'll talk about our uh, English. English. He is he is getting he, just growing his stature. Part of the pun uh, every week. He he looks every bit uh, in control of his uh, ruck game and knows how to fill the holes back and forward like Ygawns Grundies, all these uh, your Goldies this season ruckman. He yeah. looks just what the dogs um, have. Been wanting, and obviously, while we're talking about big players, uh, even though he didn't have the best game, he can Bruce has been a great pickup as well. He yeah, straightened that, that seam um, seam up, or yeah. and allows all these uh, runners and younger, uh, shorter guys and faster guys around them to um, kick goals if he's not. English, I mean, at the rate he is improving, he's going to be polyfarmer by mid-next year. I mean, every game,
0: he just gets better and mm. better. Like, I mean, he's, he's just so exciting to watch. Um, at one point in the second, it was, I think it might have finished pretty close to this anyway, it was two to 13 clearances. I mean, like, he, he, he he's an animal. Um, that ridiculous, like, flip, like, turnaround tap um, that he did to um, Bont was sick. Like, he's, he's an animal. Ugh. Um He's it, fast. It was like a step play for yeah. the, the
1: basketball. Like they've just yeah. Yeah, got some real good uh, connections there with each yeah. other. Uh, with him. Not just Bomp, but um, McCray, all the other mids in there. Wallace. Yeah. Uh, Libba, when he goes through there. Yeah, look, there's a lot to like about the dogs right at the moment. Um, but... They've got to just find some consistency there some, at some point. Otherwise, uh, yeah, we're all going to be left wondering again. Um,
0: the other thing too, we'll have to keep moving, but like Suckling, fantastic. He was really impressive. Um, I mean, probably the only thing that was a bit negative was Bruce was just, he's so wasteful in front of goal. I know he was okay, but, you know, he like he's, he had some horrible out in the falls and like, yeah, that the, the margin should oh, be yeah. a lot greater. Um but, yeah, look, I, they completely dominated the second and it just made it too hard. Um, dogs are just way too fast for Essendon's setup at the moment. And um, I think the only other person I wanted to talk about was Leverde. I, was, I, I actually thought he was he was quite good. Um, but, yeah, there's not – I don't know. Essendon's a long conversation. Um, dogs, impressive. Yeah, I, I think they're definitely – I need to see them win a little bit more before I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm 100% locked in. Because um, we have seen them be awful this year as well, but yeah, I reckon they're 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 close. They're very close.
1: They're close. Yeah. Um, uh, so moving into Saturday's games. Yeah. Uh, we game uh, at the Giants Stadium between GWS and Brisbane. Yeah. And look, well, pretty outstanding game. Uh, and Brisbane came to play and play hard. They did.
0: Yeah. Brisbane by twenty points. Um, probably the second best game of the round for me. Um, Port and Carlton being the best. Um, look, I, I, we, I, I don't know. I think you went with GWS and I went with Brisbane in the end. Um, I went
1: with Giants.
0: Yeah. I just felt that, that Brisbane had a lot to prove after last week. They shouldn't have lost last week. They are that side, I think, in that group. Um, we'll start with Brisbane. But, yeah, look, I mean, um, look, Haynes versus Cameron was exciting. Um, the Lions are just so unpredictable going inside forward 50. They've got not only so many options... But stylistically, they're they're able to change their entries so regularly, whether it's and they kept it constantly moving, constantly moving. So pocket center, pocket center, they were constantly boundary, you know, deep, um, further yeah. out. Like they were they were really really good at making that very very difficult to read. Um, but yeah, look, it was a really good game because it actually did have a long passage of really actually quite interesting defensive. Um, play and it was an exciting you know defensive battle um sure on Cameron I thought was was really good as well and Charlie Cameron um that was really good it was interesting like the game plan I quite liked there was this period of the game where there wasn't much scoring but the matchups were really exciting because it was you know good teams and defensively it wasn't like shut down football it was more it was definitely like it was still running malls and stuff but there were there were subplots like I mean I, I really liked the 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 kind of battle going on, obviously Shaw on Cameron, which was an interesting move because it he doesn't have the pace obviously that Cameron has, but he's got the smarts, but then, you know, he it was interesting because that by doing that, it allowed Haynes to float and assist and do other things, which worked, but not always. So it was a very kind of risky move. They were really kind of playing with fire. Um, because you'd think Haynes probably would go to um Cameron, which he did at times. Um, but yeah, it was interesting how they kept flipping it to allow Haynes to, you know, run and carry and and, and do what he can do. He's such a good player. I think he's in the top, you know, probably three backmen in the com. But um yeah, look. Yeah, absolutely. Brisbane so so impressive. Um yeah, look, there's still a little bit of like almost Feeling about Brisbane, um, you know, like there's, you know, there's, there's moments where it, it feels like, uh, old mate, Rafa Nadal feels like he's, he's going to, you know, break the game open, and like there's, there's, a, there is a few of these kind of, um, Cam Rainer I thought was really good, but again, like it, it, there's a few of these players that are right on the edge of being legit superstars, um, but very, very exciting, and Coniglio, um Canelio, sorry, great to see him back. Um, in, in better form obviously a lot of criticism throughout the week um, yeah there's still a lot to like about the Giants but they are they are yeah they are teetering a little bit though I'm not I don't know about them being in that top group what what do you think where do you think the Giants are at
1: uh, yeah I'm not going to write them off yet I think I mean again being hip- pretty hard with injury, so they yeah. haven't got the continuity on fear. Well, I guess for me, what I liked about this game, you've done really well, going into some of the specific matchups, just visually watching this game, you saw two teams, they're a little bit more skillful than a lot of the competition. Um, there was more passages of play where uh, players were hitting targets. it uh, wasn't a lot of uh, clangers. If you look at the stats, I think it was one of the uh, their games, disposal efficiency by both teams were in the 70s, um, for example. So, from that point of view, uh, I guess if GWS play a style of game like that, the only teams that are probably going to beat them are your Brisbane's someone like Collingwood. Um, uh, if West Coast continue in the run of form, they're, they're, they're starting to show. Whereas, yeah. and if everyone else, they're going to probably pants by 20 30 points. Um, uh, I'm still not convinced, so I I will sit on the fence here about their ability to uh, cover losses. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that quite as deep. Um, and they probably haven't got that third game plan to counteract some of the better teams that they get a jump on I mean, they pushed Brisbane but Brisbane were never fronted Brisbane pretty much led from start to go that's bit, that is a bit disconcerting and if I was Leon Cameron that's something I'd um, I'd be asking my players so well you get getting close but you're playing at home and you didn't hit the lead at all so yeah 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 look good game um
0: Probably not really a heap to take out of this game. I think it's about where both teams are at. I wasn't really surprised. I said Brisbane Agreed. by three or four goals. Um, I, I yeah, I know it could look. Yeah, I, I just feel that they've taken that step. They're 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 ready um, to be that yep. very good side. Um, and then also straight after that. So I mean, this is probably a similar um, thing. Probably not as many takeaways, but it's interesting. Regardless, obviously, um, so Gold Coast Sydney. Um, Gold Coast by thirty two points. Probably the major takeaway for me out of this is um, Gold Coast were expected to win. Um, they were favourites. Um, so obviously Sydney have been deci- um, decimated in terms of injury, but they they just they got it done. Um, and that's that's the thing. It's yeah. it's hard it's hard to do that. They um, you know there's the, there's those teams that you know. Mm-hmm. The beat who they well, the who they're meant to, to be. Expectations. Well, that's it exactly. That you know, there, there's you know, obviously that we always talk about that next um, gap w- between the the bottom sides and the top sides and that kind of bracket. When you start, you know, winning the games you're meant to win as a bare minimum, they're there, they're there, and they're gonna they'll cause more upsets too. They'll be on the edge of the eight. I know, obviously, they're missing Raúl. It's unlikely he'll be back this year, but um, yeah, I mean, the like Rankin was fantastic again. Um, I to be honest, like it wasn't a very exciting game. I spent a lot more time watching um, the way the Giants, uh, sorry, the Suns play, and that was really exciting. Um, I really like the way they direct traffic now. Communication so much better. They're they're a very very exciting team to watch, um, as we've been saying all year, and and they get a Thursday night game next round. So it's um yeah. they're, they're in the times. Yeah, oh,
1: look, it's it's very exciting. I I mean, as much as. At the time, uh, it was laughable when we were criticising them uh, over the last couple of years. Uh, deep down, you and I, and I guess the, the broader uh, footy fan base, have always wanted to see at least, at the very least, a competitive uh, Gold Coast team. And now we're seeing, well, not just competitive, but yeah, winning games that uh, they've got an expectation to win. And this was definitely uh, probably the, the first game really for for a long long period of time that they've gone in legitimately as favorites even though they'd never won at the scg yeah and and they did it and did it comfortably against which is uh, against the decimated Sydney Swans side yeah um it, it's not that there's a big sh- but a big shadow being cast over the the swans at the moment uh, not of their own volition or fault or anything like that but just keep keep big gun players uh, on the sidelines does, doesn't does help their uh, their chances uh, much at the moment. So.
0: Yeah, they did what they had to do yeah. and they got it done. That's really the biggest takeaway out of it. Um, I don't really think there's much to discuss from a Sydney perspective. Um, yeah, look, they're, obviously the team's totally decimated. Um, they'll be looking at next year, really. They're going to be one of the bottom sides. Um, yeah, yeah I don't...
1: Uh, you would think so. I mean, you don't expect someone like Longmire to... Be... Uh, throw his hands in the air and, and let it go. I think he'll try and let his, or make his team be as competitive as possible, but yeah. I can't see that resulting in too many close games. Good exposure to the young playing list. So the last couple of years they've started to, to rebuild and bring some kids into to their system, so that can only benefit them in the long term. But, um, yeah. yeah, it's going to be a, a long season for the Bloods. Um, Absolutely. Which uh, happens. They've been, uh, they've been hereabouts for the best part of two decades now. So they've had a very good run.
0: Um, and then, so the last game on the Saturday, Richmond North. Uh, this, unless you are a hardcore Richmond fan or you have a really weird, uh, uncharacteristic, you know, crazy hatred for North. Um, it, it must have been awful. Awful the,
1: viewing. There's a lot of people out there that do have that. Love there is, towards yeah. Towards north, <laughs> the same like, what thing have they seemingly done. Like, that's those, why i like, mentioned in north. I'm like, oh, because that—that's it. It's just the blue, the blue, blue, and white colours that they wear. Like, I mean, it can't be because they've got a powerful supporter base or anything like that. Not it's very strange. I like, not to stick it a knife in the back. I just. Were they thugs in an era? I just don't remember them. They had a really golden packs in the seventies and late nineties, and that's about it.
0: Yeah, I don't. I, I completely agree. I don't. I, that's why. Excuse me. I mentioned it because it's. Um, yeah. It, it exists, but um, yeah. Look. Exists, uh, yeah. Awful game. Um, absolutely terrible. Um, North completely overusing the ball. They got cut up on the inside. Um, it was a. a it, they started with a game plan that that absolutely didn't work. It was never going to work. Um, then they panicked, and then they struggled for about at least a half before they really started to do something. And then they, you know, it's the um, oh they broke like a whole ever records, like one of the lowest scores in, in how many years, and so they didn't score um, for ages. I think it was was it the okay. first yeah well, the first quarter um, there was um, essentially like like I think it was literally zero inside fifties. And, and and one mark or something absolutely ridiculous but it's not even worth really going through but um yeah the first goal for North was only a few minutes before the halftime break but um yeah look, I mean zebra going down obviously um, doesn't help at all um, but like they, they tried the boundary didn't work they try the corridor doesn't work like try the fat side didn't work try the skinny side doesn't work like it, no, no, nothing worked um and a lot of the Richmond um, role players, um, that are filling in um, you know you know like uh, Bolton's um, game is amazing um he's first even so in the first term um, 339 meters gained eight disposals seven kicks four clearances four contested possessions four inside 50s like some of these guys yeah. and, and and um young um, Chol as well, stepping up and
1: and doing a really good job yeah, he, basley he's he looks really, really good. He looks very comfortable yeah. out on um, the, the AFL ground, our Charles, thing great, great decision for Richmond to, to pick him up as a, I think he was a Category B rookie initially yeah. and just worked with him, worked with him, worked with him. in saw his athleticism and pay, paying dividends. Uh, We're starting to see Dusty play, obviously a lot better football. Ken Lambert playing a lot better football. When they senior your players um, playing better football uh, obviously uh, uh, filters down our shot Bolton was um, really good Rioli was a little yeah. bit better um, Asprey and Boston were rocks forward down back um, yeah Richmond obviously pretty much training drill uh, for the, yeah. the night and, and going and past which is Hats uh, for 90% of the game uh, made it look easy, but again, you still got to uh, get through it and, and win the game and win it comfortably. And 50-odd um, point win or thereabouts is exactly what was needed, and that's what they did.
0: Yeah, look, it's probably going to lift confidence. I'm not, you know, I was a bit surprised seeing, I mean, not really, I guess everyone reacts so uh, absurdly in the AFL, but um, not everyone, but quite a lot. Um, I'm not sure I'd be sitting there going, Richmond are back, and they're one of the absolute best teams in the league. like... North were really really bad, so I yeah this North will North this will add confidence. Side. But yeah, let let's just see Richmond be. They're playing the Giants um, this week, I believe, off the top of my head. So yeah, that that let's let, let's see them play some better teams um, before anyone gets too yeah. excited. But yeah, look, I look uh, bad bad game. Um, the only other takeaway out of it, I guess, Jake Arts, young Jake Arts, had a, a nearly night. Like he still was really good, but he kicked two goals, three. Yeah. Like he really could have dominated um in the end he got you got very very close to having a, a massive game um but yeah look the midfield stepped up old mate um egg malice i think that's how you pronounce it uh eggy he, he's affectionately known yeah. he was great um there was a lot of these guys really stepping up um Pickett was okay. He was a bit better. Um, with, with all these players coming back, though, it'll be a little while uh, before that happens. But with all these people still to come into the side, I don't know whether Pickett keeps his spot. I think he's probably going to be back out again. But I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Good um, good backup to have, though. 100%. No, 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 no doubt. No disputing yeah. um, that at all. Yeah. Um,
1: backs. And for, sorry, no, no. Just quickly. For, for North, though, um, to, to just have a little bit of hope out there. I mean... Obviously, Sean Higgins is a gun. Uh, racked up a lot of a lot of possessions. Didn't didn't have a lot of support, but uh, probably last two three rounds, uh, I thought Curtis Taylor has presented really well. Yeah. Not, uh, not that he's had a lot of options um, been given to him, but when he when he's uh, had him, he's I think he's going to be a very good uh, key forward, whether it's centre forward or full forward in years to come. Um, so hopefully they can retain him. I I thought he's a bit of a shining light there for North. Yeah. Look. The, yeah.
0: I don't know, it's a hard one. Like the the supply for Ben Brown wasn't very good, but again, he had a pretty average game. But I don't know, it's not not good. Um, It's very interesting as well because now it's, you know, Brad Scott had, you know, and not to keep going too far back, but Brad Scott was, all the talk was that Scott had been very adamant that we need, that, you know, the team needed to rebuild and North weren't the board and that Ben Buckley and everyone... Uh, the higher up at um, North, we're not sort of keen on that, and we're kind of like no, no, no. We're still in the in the mix, and you know went after um, Pittard and a bunch of these guys. Um, no, not Pittard, um, Pollock. Top
1: up. What's his name? Yeah, and Pittard, yeah, both. And Pitard, sorry,
0: both of them, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but now, like, it's you know, yes, that'll mean they're not going to get completely blown off the park, but at the same time, at times they're going to. So I, I don't know. It's very. It looks like they're starting to lean towards maybe. Um, they will need a rebuild, which I don't think that's what um, um, the fans thought was going on. But three, three goalless mm. quarters is a terrible night at the office. Three quarters to not score a goal is awful. Uh, it's
1: um, not, not, for, not what you would call AFL
0: No, two goals for the night. I mean, the other two, they were horrifically inaccurate. Two goals, 11 is um, absolutely horrendous. Um, there's no other way to put it, unfortunately. Into the game of the round, I think um, Carlton, Port, um, great game. Um, Obviously, ridiculous end. We'll talk about it. Uh, Robbie Gray, outrageous. Um, But wow, the Blues had this game. Um, If, you know, McGovern um, changes his position a little bit, um, obviously, like it's such a millimetre game, like it was that close. But at the absolute back end, um, he was really covering the wrong section of the ground, but not, not trying, trying to throw him under the bus. He actually he was okay, but... Oh, look, there's so, there's so many subplots out of this game. Like, where do we even start? Like, the, the battle between Liam Jones and Dixon was great. Um, it was a classic, um, you know, midf- uh, midfield um, defender forward battle. Um, forward. Dixon monstered him, but, you know, like, the Blues had confidence. Um, they worked the outside really well. The pace of the game was was ridiculous the whole way through. Um, There were passages where there weren't scores, but again, like the Giants-Brisbane game, the defensive section of the game was exciting to watch still. Um, I did feel like some of Port's midfielders were a bit arrogant towards the back end of the game. Um, Obviously, there was that ridiculous miss from um, uh, Marshall. um, Robbie Gray hands it off to Marshall. Marshall... Um, misses, and then Robbie Gray goes after the ball and kicks the goal after the siren. So, yeah, incredible. What, what did you think of this? I mean, like, this. this uh, where do we even start? Like, do you want to start with the Blues? Because the Blues were were great.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we normally, long-term listeners will know, we usually start with the, the winners first. But this episode, we are actually have just talked about the losers uh, briefly um, first. I think there's a lot of these games where there's more... Take away from the losers this round as yeah. well, uh, whether it's good or bad. Um, yeah, look, for, for me, what I noticed most is uh, the Blues finally uh, believe in the game plan and each other. Yeah. They, uh, they're they not scared of who their opponents are. Um, they, they know their systems. They know their running patterns. they just, they look like a team that have got confidence. And with that, will come um, better execution of the game plan. I oh. think that was the difference right at the end because it was so tight. Uh, just those um, seasoned players at Port were able to finally, at, uh, after the signing, get it done. I mean, they should have um, probably got a two-goal buffer about three minutes out. Uh, yeah, yeah, fast. Uh, and obviously, they've, they've got a lot of top-end talent. Uh, Sam Walsh is uh, wow. obviously... Bought. He's going to another level, which that means is his best game Crips doesn't have to. Yeah, means Crips doesn't have to to play lights out football week in week out. Um, obviously we mentioned it early in the season having Doherty back really strengthens uh, that drive off the backfield. If uh, Mackay can play games like he did um, more times than not, and and Casbolt is finally after 10, 12 years of AFL football. Shown that he's actually a legitimate uh, legitimate player and can hold his spot. So, yeah, like really liked how the Blues played. Um, and they're only going to get better at this. They might fall into the eight. Uh, it's going to be close. there's a lot of teams. Yeah, because yeah, there's a lot of teams that we thought were there about at the start of the season that are starting to um, uh, take on water. There's lots of holes in their systems at the moment. So it might just give that opportunity to a team that, like Carter on the up and got confidence um, to, to take that last spot. Yeah. And, yeah, and I tend to uh, agree um, with your uh, views on the poor Adelaide players in particular late uh, in that last quarter, just thinking that they would just run over. I had the momentum. Team. Yeah. Yeah. But that's but, not everything. But they didn't. They you know they didn't. They weren't fully switcher. They weren't fully mm. present in the moment. All that type of stuff that their coaches want them to do and want them to be. So look, wake up. Probably a little wake up call. A little scare, yeah. uh, which will only make Port Adelaide harder to beat uh, for the rest of the year. I reckon. Yeah, I mean, Jonas let was. That type of game happen again.
0: Sorry. Um, yeah, no hundred percent. Jonas's game I thought was fantastic as well. Um, yeah, whilst hundred um, percent, he. saw so, I wrote down in my notes. He's such a workhorse. Like that's the thing I think. Like. I know people are like, oh, you know, now everyone's like frothing over Raoul. I think Raoul's going to have crazier highlights and he might end up being a better player and, you know, Rankin and these guys that just are going to have these ridiculous moments. But I don't think Walsh is one of those type of players. I think he's more that absolute workhorse that just gets it done. A Simon Black kind of player that that is not necessarily, um, you know, crazy flashy and, you know, just does absolutely ridiculous things and very noticeable I guess that's what makes Gary Abler Junior so good, as he can do both. But you, you know what I mean, like you know um, Black as an example. That was someone I thought of when I was watching the game in terms of the way he plays. Not the saying he's as good as Simon Black, obviously, but um, at this stage. But he, he it's it, that's more the kind of player, and that and that's fine because then Cripps can do ridiculous stuff. So
1: um, that'll work well together. But yeah, he, Sam Walsh actually reminds me of uh, the type of player Trent Cotchin is. Mm. Like yeah, it's good comparison, just, yeah. Yeah, really knows uh, how to position himself well. Like, yeah. he's got a really, real good football smarts. Um, obviously, doesn't really rely on, uh, yeah, freakish skills or uh, elite pace or any of this type of stuff. Just has enough of everything. He's fearless. I mean, that, that pack mark running with the fly ball is phenomenal. It just, yeah, yeah he's, he's got everything that, um, yeah, that, like I, I was a coach, I, I would like to have my like multiple players like that in my team. Someone who's courageous, good footy smarts, um, good team player. Like he's definitely not selfish yeah. and um, gets a lot of teammates involved. Yeah, very good. Looking forward to see that kid play for a long time. hundred percent. Yeah. Oh
0: look, and then obviously the end was amazing. Robbie Gray, um, ice in his veins. Um, yeah, I mean, what can you say? Like he's he's gonna go down in a in a really, I think, top five Port Adelaide players um, in their history. He's an incredible player. Um, you'd yeah, love not him the first on, time on he's side. done something
1: like that.
0: No, he's a joke. Well, yeah, he has literally done that before after the sorrow and He did that a couple of years ago. But yeah, he's he, yeah. He's, he's an animal. He's absolutely in that top. Um, echelon, um, for sure. Yeah, look, I, I mean, it, there was highway robbery in the end. Um, it was definitely one of the harshest losses I've seen in a long time. Um, Carlton did pretty much almost everything right. Going back to Casbolt, he did do a Casbolt though, as in, though, by oh, doing a Casbolt as an adjective. He um, he uh, was directly in front and missed it, like, 20 metres out. But he was, like, I'm not cheating on him. He, he's, he's better, and he was, gen- no, he was generally... He was generally pretty good. He <laughs> did the same thing. Yeah, he did a couple of he did a sneaky. Uh, but look, Marshall obviously should have should have finished it if um, Gray yeah. hadn't passed it off. He probably would have scored that. But um, Robbie Gray just wanted to do it after the siren. So no, it was amazing to see. It was definitely game of the match. A uh, game of the game of the match. Game of the year. Um, very very exciting. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, Blues yeah, are be, right direction. Sorry.
1: That's, I was just going to say, very, I think it'll be hard pressed to see a better game uh, than that during the home and away. Oh, I think the finals will bring out some, obviously, some cracking games
0: for people as well. Like it's it's incredible how short people's memory is. It's it's hilarious. Like all these people, are like we haven't seen a player kick a ball from you know that kind of position for you know that far away and that kind of an angle for ages. Like I've got no memory of something like that at all, and you know haven't seen something like that after the sign. Like that was incredible, and. I was like, pretty sure it was the
1: 2018 grand final. Or like that. Grand final. Dom <laughs> Sheed. Yeah,
0: it was two so years three. ago. Two years, not even, not even two years. We haven't even got to that month yet. It's less than twenty. No. It'd be like 21 months ago. Like, and I'm
1: pretty sure I saw a de- debutant on the on Friday night do a cheques tide from about that far out. Yeah, but like, Dom, like yeah, I know it Dom a, Sheed it was a game on the line. But Dom Sheen was under the biggest pressure ever.
0: Like, I know yeah. that wasn't after the siren. It's in a grand final with two minutes to go. Let's literally two minutes twenty on the thousand, clock. Hundred, hundred thousand, thousand, thousand people, people screaming. With a which more crowd would be Collingwood. And on top of it, Collingwood yep. had led for 85, 90% of the max. Like it it was it 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 happened and it happened quite recently. So anyway, yeah. um very, E-B-A. very short yeah. memories. Um, should we just True skip? Memory. Should we skip
1: Hawthorn D's? Uh, I, I will talk t- very quickly because I we do, <laughs> I have to I have to respect and apologise to all the D supporters. Um, have been bagging them this year, uh, but I will stand by the fact that up until this week they have been pretty much dog shit. Um, but they again have the hoodoo over Hawthorn. That's three in a row now, and that midfield when it's up and going. Looks ridiculous, but like Richmond against North Melbourne, they are playing a very dismal, awful at the moment. So oh, I'm not jumping right on the D's uh, at the moment. No. I think they're playing better football. They look better. They've got one of the best players in the comp at the moment in Petrarca. He's finally uh, coming to fruition. He, yeah. I think, he just didn't have self belief more than anything else, and I he's finally got that, and he is. An absolute beast. Now, those who remember seeing him at under-18 level can understand why he was such a uh, highly touted draft pick because that's what he used to do in the TAC. He was a bull. And, yeah, now he's, I mean, no Hawthorne player could lay a tackle on him. Um, Obviously, getting silver service from Gorn Gorn was at his ridiculous best, uh, which obviously makes... Oliver look better, makes Vine look better, but, I mean, there's pretty good players there anyway, Brayshaw, these types of guys. And obviously, uh, as we mentioned right at the start of the episode uh, with Sam Wiedemann, up forward, uh, he was throwing his body at everything, probably could have had five or six goals. Yeah, he got a couple of easy ones out the back, but yeah. they're only easy because he, he's reading the play well and he, he knows that the ball's coming over the back of a, of a, a contested um, pack, so... Yeah, look, uh, strong defense as well. You, you just saw they, they wanted it harder again. Both yeah. of exposed by not wanting that, wanting the ball. They're more worried about um, being tackled, and they're doing the opposite of what their their coach said in the media, famously a few weeks ago. And yeah, disappointing. Looking uh, at uh, obviously Clarko's uh, always got something. Obviously, we are going to write the Hawks off right at the moment, but. The last two weeks in particular have been very unwatchable. There's only been a handful of uh, Hawks players that put their hand up saying that they, they did a good job. I thought Frost was good. I thought Gunston was good with the minimal supply. Uh, Sam Day again. Uh, Sam Day? The young guy from SAO yeah. he, he looked really comfortable at home. Cicely had his moments. Um, uh, that's about it. Blake Hardwick looks lost. Stratton looks um, uncomposed. Uh, Frawley looks like he's about to lose it and do it at Brian Lake and something crazy and and, (laughs) and go, why? Um, uh, They really miss Luke Bruce up forward and and that forward pressure and and being able to lock, their game plan is get into the forward 50 and lock it in there if they don't score a goal. But um, it's it's, it's all missing at the moment and yeah, uh, they they don't look like they know if they can't get their run and carry and free-flowing game, that's it. They just go into this serious lockdown football and it's ugly and they haven't got the players, the skillful enough players to, to be able to play keepings off for long periods of time and then attack. It just just falls over, turn over, go, score.
0: At, so. at one point, Petrarca was involved in 14 of 21 scores. Like he, he you know, as we spoke with Sam Wiedem in one of the conversations we had, was we asked him, you know, like how good can Petrarca be? Like he's the one that yeah, I think that has the highest ceiling, and he he agreed. He was like, yeah, like this. He's got he's got a very 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 high ceiling, um, but yeah, he he is, he is getting towards that elite level. Um, he we need to see it week in week out and very consistently, but it looks like that's going to be the case. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I agree with your summation of the game. But I a few questions, I guess. What do you you know? What do you think is going on with Scully? So like Scully, for example, was like completely outpaced. He got smoked by Petrarca and by Gorn um, in the game. What do you what do you think's going on? Like he looks way off the mark.
1: Yeah. So obviously not being able to play as. Uh, as he freely likes to play, um, being that outside run. He's actually happened to hunt for the footy. Um, again, I, he's not the only player in the AFL, but he's, he, he's probably the most noticeable at the moment. He's, when you do not, literally do not know how to use your opposite side, I don't care if it's just to dribble the ball on the ground, um, toe poke, you're going to get exposed so often. Um, yeah. um, there is another player in Isaac Smith, that is the same. He's getting a little bit better on his right. Uh, he'll, he'll at least feel the pressure um, if, if he can't get around on his left and use his right. But uh, Scully just doesn't. The only thing he wants to do is run on it, uh, which yeah doesn't bode well if someone like Impy comes back um, or a young player steps up, which yeah he might be on the outer Um unless he can get that, that running game back or he can quickly learn how to, how to use his right, right side. Uh, yeah. yeah, he hasn't looked like, I mean, there was glimpses last year of him going to close to getting back to what he was, obviously another year older and, and with injuries, he's he's never going to get back to his absolute best, but there was at least signs of, Hope there um, this year there hasn't been at all. But he's not the only one in that team that looks out of their depth in at AFL at the moment.
0: Just before we leave Hawthorne, I mean their ball movement looks absolutely terrible. What do you what do you put it? Mm. I know you've surmised it a little bit, but what do you what do you put that down to? Is it is it personnel? Is it lack of confidence? Is it? They don't know where the game plan is. Like it, it looks just bad. It's they're one of the worst sides to watch. I'll be honest, which I'm shocked to say.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. You look at round one and how they uh, uh, dismounted Brisbane, and you thought, oh, geez, hang on, they've got they've got the goods here for this year. And look, it could be a little bit of all those three reasons. Um, I definitely don't feel comfortable going into a a, a, a plan B. Yeah. Um, that's not defensive. They're, 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 it's either they get the freedom to play their natural style, which is play on and, and run hard uh, at all costs. But as soon as the defensive structures of the opposition are in place really quickly, they, they look lost. It's, it's like the game has completely changed from football to a completely different sport. They're like, oh, I don't know what the rules are anymore. Um, They lack confidence. Yeah, absolutely. uh, I mean, they go back to a game style that won Hawthorne three grand finals, three premierships in a row, but they had the personnel to do it. They had elite senior players that could play keepings off defensive football that may have been unsociable, but at one of them games, this team does not have those current players. So um, they don't even feel confident doing it, and if they do, it's, oh, yeah, they, they, they are probably one of the, um, along with Adelaide and North Melbourne at the moment, the most unwatchable f- teams because their skill levels are where they need to be. And if their go-to game plan um, is caught out and defended against effectively, uh, they're exposed um, immensely. And they're lacking speed. Look, the... As I said, MP coming back will help a lot. Um, Scrimshaw, I didn't realise until this season, is the key um, post in defence as well. Just frees up. Sicily uh, to be more of an in- intercept player as opposed to a lockdown um, back. And at the other end, Bruce doing the same thing in the 450. Yeah. But uh, but who knows? Clarko could just have this weird game plan that, He's building for for twenty twenty one, and it'll just be ugly football for the rest of the year until they all get used to the game plan. He's 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 crazy. But he he might is have he like is absolutely think. crazy, and he might be playing five D chess. But um, and, yeah. and, and he's not getting any our press conferences, which makes me think that he, he did he's a little got bit everything under control. But, yeah. And, yeah. A little, He's but not punching no. holes. He's not going psychically. He's not punching psychic. holes in
0: walls at <laughs> No. Um, we better keep moving. Out he hasn't
1: brought his guitar yet. Yeah.
0: yeah, absolutely. No, sorry. We've just got two more games to go, and we've, we've been going for nearly yeah, an hour. Yeah, no.
1: No, no, I don't want to talk about this game
0: anymore. <laughs> um, oh, look, there's more to discuss, I guess. But, look, well done to Melbourne. I, look, yeah, need, yeah, really good. Need to see more, though, obviously. But, you know, I some of the, again, like going back to the ridiculous overreactions, like... Um, people this week talking, you know, Shane Crawford said that he thinks that um, he thinks Petrarch has already gone past Dustin Martin. He's he's the best player in the game. Uh, he, he's is is <laughs> absolutely like like they they're obviously very desperate for publicity for um, that show they're doing on um, on the Channel Nine um, website because that yeah. that was that was all that surely that was because he's not an idiot. So surely that was the only. I mean, you can say that. Right now he's in as good a form as basically anyone in, in the league and I would I would agree, but it's been like five minutes. Like we need to see this a lot longer. And like I commented on a few of them and I was like, oh he's past Lee Matthews already for me. Like um and there was a few there's this really funny if you haven't seen it, you'd like it. It's this um, fake Fox Footy news thing. It's like at fake footy, I think it is, it's very funny. And someone's already got like 8,000 followers on it. It's hilarious. And basically what they do is like they make all these fake Fox Footy accounts and, um, uh, sorry, uh, like articles and stuff. It's very funny. And they put up one, uh, they showed like a picture of Petrarca and the front of the MCG where all the statues are. And it was like an AFL, they write it exactly in the same, um, like word structure and stuff that, um, Fox Footy do. And it's like an AFL great, it's made up obviously, but it's like an AFL great, um, uh, has already called for a statue to be um, rushed into production um, of, of Petrarca and all this stuff. So it's very, it's very, very funny because obviously the overreactions week by week are so absurd. Um, yeah, in, in all a, sports very, in the AFL. Reminds, yeah, yeah,
1: it reminds me very much. And obviously, it came to light during the last year. How many times that happened in Jordan's oh. career when a young, come play, upcoming player or someone who'd been in the league for a little bit, like. Reggie Miller comes to, to mind. Uh, everyone's like, ah, oh, he, he beat Michael in a game. It's like he beat Michael in a game. Cool. That won't happen Hawaii. again because the goat remembers that. <laughs> and it's a home and away. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. no, it's uh, look, uh, look. I, I hope I'd, I'd love to see you and I've s- said it from uh, I guess year two because uh, we weren't doing a podcast. Petraka first play. But we've been hoping and wanting to see yeah. this from him year in year out, and we only saw glimpses every year. So, uh, look, I hope I hope he does. I hope he gets talked about in the same echelon as Dustin Martin and these types because oh. he definitely um, came into the AFL with that type of reputation that at some point he he's going to be in that top echelon of players. So, yeah, I'd love to see it. Be great yeah. for football. Yeah,
0: hundred percent, and. Like, I'm not saying I don't want it to happen. That's not at all what I'm saying. I'm just saying let's no, but just it's come a out bit early.
1: Yeah. Um It's like saying now I'm going to win the flag. Like, fag favourites already. Yeah, well, it's like saying,
0: uh, you know, Toronto are, are definitely going to get out of the east. No doubt. Like, it's just, mm. let, let's just see how this plays out. Um, so let's uh, derby, derby, One, two, derby, 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 derby. Derby, um, derby. Good game. Yeah, it's funny. Like on paper, you'd look at it if you didn't see this game and think thirty-two to sixty-two. How how could that have been a good game? But definitely the first half, I I really liked. Um, it was pretty close um, through it. Um, definitely the injuries um, really hurt. Um, really hurt the Eagles' chances. Essentially, um, the Eagles are, are, are the engines. It's on. It's idle. It's mm. definitely not accelerating quickly. If it's accelerating, it's doing five to. Ten kilometers an hour. They're definitely a few paces off. Tim Kelly was a bit better. They were everything was a bit better, but they're still not there yet.
1: Yeah, it's it's the the Ferrari shell's still there, but someone overnight has taken the Ferrari engine out. So there's no uh, V12 in there anymore. Like Verstappen's car. Just <laughs> chucked, in it, just chucked a, a Rio a Kia Rio engine in there, <laughs> so it'll get the job done. Just not the way we were expecting.
0: This is a bit like Verstappen's car this year with Red Bull. It's uh, a little bit unremarkable. Yeah, pretty much.
1: <laughs> yeah, it looks, looks really good. And you go, oh, we're in for a chance here. But, uh, yeah, any any stiffer competition that comes around, uh, not convinced at the moment. But, look, uh, credit no, is... No uh, five. Uh, due, like, no five, yeah. So that's a good sign that Frio were able to be competitive. Yeah. They blew their chances late in the game. Yeah. Um, uh, Taverner and Loeb, who, who were playing really good football, um, could have uh, really heaped on some pressure late in the game. Turnover went down the other end, um, and this is what the difference between a good and uh, an exceptional play is. Candy uh, on his opposite foot twice kicks um, yeah. left foot snaps. He was good, um, and one of them was vital. Yeah, he looks like his his body's holding up uh, a little bit better. So and. Yeah. Obviously, his mate, mate plays a good decoy role. Occasionally, we'll take some kind of staging, um, kicking it back. look, yeah, I agree. They're, they're, they're just humming along, not doing anything crazy, but they're building, which we've seen in previous years. That's generally the teams that are there late in the season as well. So, Yeah, look, uh, you know... Young Frederick, I'm a WA will do them well.
0: Sorry, sorry, I thought it cut out the athletes. No, I was
1: just saying the back I was just saying, yeah, sorry, I should have. No, no, no. I think we all I'd say uh, a bit of time in their home now, so I, won't, I don't think we're going to see too many losses.
0: Yeah. Oh, look, I think Fremantle. You know, it was great to see them be competitive for half the match without five and the amount of injuries they had. Um, Tabner, you know, really um, owning things early. Uh, obviously, there was that that horrible um, spoil that was very uh, reminiscent of Nick Rewalt and um, Shaw in the 2010 grand final. So I felt bad for him there. But um, early on, like you know, Eagles playing very Eagles football. Um, you know, pretty aggressive, a lot of uh, blocking and illegal stops, which is fine because they've they've got the they've got the side that can they do that on purpose. They they know they're going to give some free kicks away, but at the same time, it throws teams. Um, but yeah, look, there's there's a lot to take away. I mean, Renaissance Kennedy, I thought he was much much better. Um, ten derbies in a row to the Eagles, obviously that's a pretty ridiculous um, that's huge, isn't record. It? Yeah, well, there's been fifty and they've won ten in a row, so it's pretty. This was fifty one, I think it was. Uh, but yeah, Waterman, um, you know, hugely improved. I, I really liked his game. Young Frederick as well for um, Fremantle. I thought he did really well. But, yeah as you said they kicked themselves out of it and they just didn't have the ability to, to to beat them but I I think going back to what we said at the start I think the Eagles are in that second bracket but I think by the end of the season um they're, they're gonna be in that top bracket I think they'll they'll it's gonna you know you don't play your best football in in well now it's you know obviously the month you can't use that saying as much anymore because the months are all in the bin because we might be playing in November. No, but you know I, what I mean
1: seriously we've got to look Essentially, we're going to look at this as uh, sort of May-ish type yeah. football where seeing a feeling comfortable um, in their style and who 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 their personnel on the on the field are. Obviously, lots of yeah. teams are job in changing because they're seeing a little higher number of um, soft tissue injuries uh, or yeah. a little niggly injuries as opposed to season anyone. So it seems to be a new player or two in. it. Lineup week in week out, so it's a little of adjustment. Yes, um, but yeah, there's just too much class on that on that field for for West Coast to suggest that they're not likely to be yeah, in that yeah. top echelon of teams fighting it out at the end. Yeah, probably not
0: too much more to take out of this game. It pretty much went exactly the way I thought it would, um, as did the next game, uh, Adelaide St Kilda. Um, this kind of reminds me a bit of the the, the Gold Coast game, in that you know. I'm not saying Sydney are as bad as Adelaide, but they're not that far off. Um, and the Saints had to win. They were favourites. Um, it was like the Gold Coast situation where, you know, they they, they were you know coming in as favourites and they were expected to win the game and they got it done. Uh, obviously, there's been two games the, the um, Saints have thrown in the bin um, this year. The, the North game, absolutely, looking back now, that, that looks like mm. a, a joke. But then they also threw that game away against Freo. As well. Um, but, um, yeah, look, good good win. Oh, the, you know, the umpiring, as we said at the start, I thought was awful. Um, Saints by 23 points, but I'm not blaming the umpires. I think, you know, it was very difficult for them. But, yeah, there's so many holding the balls paid. Uh, it was... I don't know. What do you, what do you think about... The other thing, too, is what do you feel about Monday night football? Like, I kind of was done by Sunday night. I don't... Like, I know at the moment, like, obviously, we're in a lockdown and, you know, we're going to get bloody games every day. But, I don't... Like... I don't know, I didn't, I was kind of like, I'd had enough by that point. Like, it's a lot of, a lot of
1: football. It was enough. Uh Yeah, oh, well, I didn't watch it anyway. Um, I had a, an AGM that I had to run, mm. and, um, and I didn't get a chance to watch it in the highlights. So, uh, look, to be honest, now Mondays, I don't know, it doesn't fit within the Aussie psyche. Uh, it has to be really good game and you know nah, i think thursday through sunday i think that's ideal so we're going into coming yeah. into a period soon where it's going to be all the time But that's more of uh it means justifying the ends and all that type of stuff I, I do like it especially when you and i uh, re- recording uh, so we're talking about football on another day yeah uh, it makes it pretty challenging as well yeah that's true yeah oh, I I'm, I'm not I, I don't think I don't think it's good for longevity of the game that's for sure. No, I don't think it'll it'll keep
0: going, but I just just like I don't know, just as a side comment like you know Mondays
1: Monday day games are good, we've seen that like on long weekends. Yeah, so yeah, yeah.
0: Oh no. A yeah. In a normal working week, I'm I'm pretty busy on a Monday too, so come the night I'm kind of like oh, I can't really be bothered with this, but uh, anyway, but no, no look no. Uh, Adelaide um, still you know, we're just going to repeat ourselves if we go too further into Adelaide. Same old problems. Um, you know, they, they were okay at times. Um, I thought Duda, as captain, was really good. Um, he looks like a natural leader.
1: Say, Impressive. Just from, just from like, style, I had a quick look at stats. Uh, Duda, Walker, and Matt Crouch look like they Walker, Walker was better. good for the game. Yeah, Walker yeah. was
0: better, so no Sloan. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I thought O'Brien was good again. You probably won the rough battle, I guess, to some degree, but no, I don't look. It was it was a very like pedestrian game. Nothing particularly exciting happened. You didn't miss much. Um, mm. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, look, as I said, the biggest takeaway is that the Saints had to win, um, and they got it done. And look, they, they've been consistent across the ground. Um, they didn't choke it all through the games. They've been doing it a couple of times this year. Um, yeah, there were, there were definitely opportunities to, to choke, and they didn't. Uh, Butler, obviously, again, fantastic three goals. Kent, King, Gresham. Um, I liked Loney's game too. Yeah, look, they've got a very even side. They, they're still... They don't have any A-graders, I don't think, but they've definitely got a heap of bb pluses. So they're, they're a good side yeah. to watch. They're one of the better sides to watch. Um, Adelaide did try and make them play pretty ugly football at times, which was really one of their very few defences... Um, they've got because they're not a particularly very good side but um, yeah they've just fought through it they're fine yeah it's I mean yeah. Saints, Saints will be they'll finish they'll be one of those teams knocking around the edge of the eight you'd think they probably will play finals um, just uh, I think they'll probably finish about eighth I reckon uh, but yeah it'll be interesting to say but yeah not, not a lot to take out of this game if we talk more it's really just going to repeat a lot of what we've said so yeah um, all right. Well, let's finish yeah, it there. To, basically, basically, ranger a script exactly. And there were a few of those games, but the, you know, it was a better round. There were a few fantastic games better as well. Round. You're not going to get. Yeah. You're not going to get nine mind blowing games. That's happened almost never. I've never really finished a round and gone. That was wild. Like every game was was crazy. That's not going to happen. Um, there's gonna. Yeah, there's always yeah. been bad football. Five, there always will be.
1: A really good round is five or six games that are like yeah. that. and that, that's that's about the ceiling. After that, you think, hmm, who's who's rigged this? Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> all yeah, right. Absolutely. Massive thanks to so, Hopster Home. Um, so, great craft beer delivery service. Use AFL Deep Dive as your promo code to get twenty five dollars off your first pack. Uh, check out Beyond the Game TV. Have a look at what Ed's doing on there. Rate and review us if you can as well. That'd be great. All the various podcast apps rely on the iTunes analytics, so just by writing a review, um, it really helps. Do the do the stars. Um, Bit better than one star would be good. Uh, Give us at least a two, five,
1: preferable two or three. Yeah.
0: Um, No, but it does it does honestly help get get the podcast out there. Uh, Tell a mate. Um, Yeah. have Fun. Enjoy the footage.
1: And just quietly, like, I haven't said it yet, but thanks to everyone who's been sharing our video um, from Beyond the Game oh, yeah. TV, always helps as well. So if you do happen to be watching this on that platform, yeah, uh, yeah share it. We'd be greatly appreciated. And on a,
0: on a bit of a sour note, um, I didn't mean to mention this off the top as well. Um, yeah. Uh, rest in peace and all that stuff, um, you know, obviously with yeah, um, Tuck. Tuck. Yeah, horrible, horrible yeah, really? news. Sorry, yeah, you go.
1: Absolutely. And obviously a couple of uh, uh, big families involved from AFL. Uh, for those of you who may have missed the news or weren't aware, he's uh, obviously um, the son of the Portland legend Michael and also the nephew of the Ablett family. Yeah. So a couple of, couple of big names in AFL there and, uh, yeah, um, only 38 years old. So tragic news, um, very sad to hear. Yeah. And look, there's right
0: now it's, it's more prevalent really than ever. Um, if you're having any issues mentally, everyone's got something going on, you're not on your own. Um, definitely get in contact with, you know, lifeline or, um, beyond blow, anything like that, um, is definitely worth doing. Don't feel like you can't talk about it because, um, you can, and it's, um, yeah, life can get, can get tough. And obviously, um, yeah it's never it's um yeah it's obviously a horrible thing all the time but at the moment with corona and everything going on you know it, well, in victoria we're back in a second lockdown it definitely has a, a big impact on your yep. mental state so um i know like we're, we're trying to do walks every day and my wife and i are trying to you know just it's it sucks obviously it's 10 degrees right now like it's it's, it's such a busted ass at the moment but you've just got to try and get out and Talk to people and do zooms, catch ups with people. Um, just do what you can. It's um, but yeah, yeah. Just talk about absolutely. it. Don't absolutely
1: don't, don't bury it. It's it, that just makes yeah. it worse. Yeah, don't yeah, don't feel like someone's gonna think any less of you or any yeah. uh, uh, anything like that. Just having a even if it's not about feeling down, just have a chat. With, give a friend a call or a family member or whoever if you do need um, more structured conversations. Like Trent said. Uh, uh, call someone like Beyond Blue and have those conversations with trained professionals. But look, yeah. having a good chat and a laugh with a friend, or um, yeah, having a, a, a boozy catch-up via Zoom or, or whatever, um, might just yeah. make the difference. Um, that's it. Bring a bit of normality back into your life.
0: Yeah, and that's and that's something we don't have at the moment. So um, yeah, on a, a bit of a sad note, but yeah, look, all um, yeah, nothing super important to thoughts. Yeah, be aware of. Absolutely. absolutely yeah so, and it, it it was sad seeing um, yesterday videos of um, you know Danny Frawley talking about tuck's first game like that's pretty hard to watch um, you know given mm-hmm. um, what's happened to those two gentlemen so yeah look you know talk it's you need to do it so yeah absolutely. take care that so, is the review listen
1: guys that's a review and we'll uh let's... Well, we won't see you, but you might see us again uh, very soon for the preview of the next round. (laughs) Well, yeah, you'll see us. We definitely won't be seeing you. (laughs) See you later. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Bye.